Preventing truth decay. Truth decay. Live from Hollywood. This is Harrison. Harrison with you and have a little good news for those of us who are looking to get out of town. Not that L.A. isn't endlessly replete with every imaginable vice and, well, occasionally virtuous thing going on here. But just recently I was in London and I want to I want to share with you something very cool. Now, if you're a guy you, well, you totally need your clothes. You totally need to look good, especially in times when many of us are job hunting and such. We need to dress up. We need to look smart because you are competing. Let's say you're over 40 or over 50. You're competing with somebody who might be 25. And how do you get that leg up? How do you know what the right thing to do is these days? And very affordably right now are often ways that you and I can reach out and have a good time simultaneously. Where does a lot of this come from? Well, you've heard of Savile Row before in London. This would be the great tailoring street. And there's a company there whose address is One Savile Row called Geeves and Hawks. And these guys, uh, well, they started a long time ago basically catering for the needs of the British Army and the Royal Navy, making uniforms hundreds of years ago. And then they moved and grew and made some of the greatest, you know, men's suits that uh, have been known in history for every piece of royalty and for every major player in the world. So many of us from L.A., from Hollywood, go over there and uh, go to Geeves and Hawks and have custom-made suits made, and they last forever. That's the best part. If your grandson wears your suit, you can still have it taken in, taken out. Uh, it's really kind of amazing. So I'm going to take you inside now because one of the questions I had was, how is this stuff done? And how did a company that basically was making military uniforms and for whom? And that's the other cool part, the history of Geeves and Hawks. They've made uh, uniforms for you know, the enemy as well, even though the enemy, enemy might, might have been an ally at the time or the enemy might have been an enemy at the time. But clothing is clothing. All of us love it. Uh, you know, Winston Churchill, right? Uh, the Duke of Wellington, Charlie Chaplin, Michael Jackson, uh, David Beckham, Gorbachev, Clinton, Bush, Diana, Princess of Wales, all these people and so many hundreds and thousands more uh, are Dressed in amazing sartorial splendor. And now here's what's cool. I'm going to take you on a special private tour in the back rooms of Geeves and Hawks, up in the archives where the old ledgers are stored, where some of the old uniforms are and a lot of the great antiquities are. This is not open to the public, but it's open to you right here on The Harrison Show. Harrison with you. We're taking a special behind-the-scenes tour of Geeves and Hawks on number one Savile Row. That's the address in London, an extraordinary address, which became their address uh, December 23rd, 1912. The Hawks and Company bought this Savile Row address from the Royal Geographical Society for 38,000 pounds, in part because that firm had dressed so many explorers. Harrison on the Highway. My name is Natalie Sykes, um, PR manager here. 
um, and we're in the archive room, um, named the Robert Gee room after the last member of the Gee family to be involved in the business. Um, Gee- this room was it's been around since the late 1700s. Um, this room in itself has things from um, from that period. The oldest, um, actually, the oldest uniform we have in here um, is from the Crimean War, and it's um, of a little drummer boy um, who got shot, unfortunately. Um, but we have kept his uniform here, um, and that's kind of the oldest uniform that we have to date. Um, constantly looking for for new pieces to come into this room um, and to keep it all together where it belongs. Um, and we have ledgers. Um, we were commissioned in the First World War to um, produce little um, buttons with um, cyanide pills and trip wires for spies. They're kind of hidden buttons. So we've got a few James Bond elements in here. Meaning that if you were captured, you would gnaw on your button and that would be the end of that little problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Or put it into someone's tea and then that would be the end of the of the other guy. So um, we've got lots of kind of little little fun, interesting things. Um, Hawks was mainly um, served the military and um, Geeves the Royal Navy. Uh, Geeves set, set up in Portsmouth originally, so it was great access, obviously, to the docks. Um, and we have a long history with both the, the British um, Royal Navy and the military. Um, we hold three royal warrants um, and we have held royal warrants for 200 years. Um, last year we celebrated the bicentenary um, and Prince Charles and the Duchess of Cornwall came to visit the store um, and congratulate us on, on, on holding 200 years worth of warrants. Um, what is a royal warrant? Because in the United States, a warrant is not something you necessarily want to hold. <laughs> um, a royal warrant um, is issued by um, the Queen, um, the Prince of Wales, or the... Um, uh, the other people. <laughs> Hang on, I can't, I can't have forgotten it. <laughs> Anyway, we'll come back to that. Um, but uh, um, a royal warrant is um, a, a mark of excellence, essentially. Um, it's issued by the royal, the British monarchy here. Um, you have to renew it every five years. They have to have been um, a customer uh, with the company for, for within those five years. Um, and it's basically a, a mark that shows that that company holds the highest values we offer the uh, superb service, the highest quality garments, um, it's so that the, the royal family are happy to have their mark put against it. Um, and so we hold all three and have done for 200, well, held a royal warrant for over 200 years. Harrison, with you, we're taking a special private tour through Geeves and Hawks, which is a bespoke, which is what the English call it, a gentleman's tailor located at One Savile Row in London, an extraordinary classic place. And answering a lot of the questions as to how stuff works and where our culture certainly came from. Uh, Geeves and Hawks founded in 1771 before America was even born and one of the oldest continual tailoring companies in the world now uh, holding a number of royal warrants meaning that uh, the royal family gets all of their clothes made and also provides ready-to-wear clothing as well as um, 
custom-made and military tailoring. Tell me what we're looking at here, this yeah. this wonderful old uh, piece of parchment that's written in, you know, classic oldie Englishy handwriting. So this is the deeds to the house. Number one, Savile Row was um, originally a house, a beautiful, uh, absolutely magnificent house, um, was then um, became um, the Royal Geographic Society's headquarters, and then Hawks purchased it from the Royal Geographic Society um, in 1912 so it's been with us since 1912 um, and it's absolutely beautiful I'll give you a proper tour in a bit but um, it's amazing and this is the deeds to the house so um, sort of lots of bits and pieces that go with the house um, there's lots of rabbit warrens where you pop out of one door and into another sort of obviously where the um, upstairs downstairs divide was kind of um, more prominent um, and um, ultimately it's an old building that, that we're very privileged to hold and obviously an amazing address at number one Savile Row to hold the head of, of the best tailoring street in the world is, is quite phenomenal for us. Um, As we look at some of these uh, antique uniforms and such you, uh, you mentioned that uh, since the late 70s 1700s. This has been the business of both companies now merged. But do I not see German helmets with spikes on the top? This is something that was um, shown by Hawks. Um, it's um, a Perusian um, chest plate and um, helmet, and um, it was shown in the great um, exhibition um, at Crystal Palace. Um, sort of early 1900s so um, another one of those things that just kind of pops up and it's fantastic to see but um, our history is um, kind of littered we've served um, monarchs from all over the world so um, you do see a few villains in there at some points um, um, but that's just the way it is everyone needs clothes and need to look good so um, I suppose it just all adds to the to the history um, yeah, so lots of kind of naval and military um, bits that date that date back um, quite far. Um, we also use the archive to um, feed into um, modern collections. So, for instance, this jacket here, which has got amazing frogging detail on it, was um, um, shown in our um, autumn winter collection last year. Um, it's a bespoke piece, so it's handmade entirely um, in, in the workshops on Savile Row um, underneath us. And um, it's based on a 1911 artillery jacket that we made, obviously, nearly 100 years ago. So so it shows how the archive feeds in. Um, we've also got this amazing jacket over here, which um, is quite phenomenal, and it's um, a replica of um, the jacket that we made for Michael Jackson for his Dangerous World Tour, um, which started in 92. So um, we've recreated the piece. It's um, very, obviously, in, elaborate and embellished with lots of gold um, and red. So um, it's a great piece for us to hold here um, and a nice piece of history. Harrison, with you, we're continuing our private tour of Geeves and Hawks. These are must be old ledgers of sorts. Yeah. How old are they? What's in them? Um, they, there are old ledgers. Unfortunately, um, um, the original Geeves store on Bond Street was uh, was bombed um, in the 70s, and then we were also bombed in the Blitz. So, um, unfortunately, we did lose a lot of the ledgers dating back, but um, these are the ones that have come through, um, and they um, date back, I believe, um, to kind of 1800s. Um, but 
you know, it's it's kind of obviously at a time when archives weren't considered important. Um, I think we've done very well to have sort of managed to salvage all these amazing bits and pieces. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, it's it's not a full a full stack. But it'll be all the customers' measurements. Um, for instance, we've got the Duke of Wellington open here um, and his order and exactly what he ordered. Um, we've got a letter from Lord Nelson hanging on the wall thanking Geese for his uniforms. Um, so it is quite amazing the things that have been kept. Priceless things. Coming up next, we're going to introduce you to the first ever female cutter. And a cutter is somebody who actually creates the fabric, cuts it, trims it, measures it, something that has always been maintained uh, by men, right? Men as male tailors for other men, particularly men of high society. But now, now it gives it hawks. For the first time ever in history, there's a female cutter. And what is it like for her? And how is this stuff done? We'll check that out in just a half a tick. Hang on, more to come from our special London show from the West End of London. Don't forget, you can always check out the website, westendlondon.com. That's westendlondon.com. Don't be left out by the media. Become the media. All through the week, you witness it, you think about it, you have no place to put it. You stupid liberal. Simply call 310-737-TALK. Introducing the Harrison Hotline yes, Ramp Line. Um, a message for his show. That's Los Angeles, 310-737-TALK. It's our Harrison Hotline Rant Line, free for you. Uncle Harry, no cow. After your little segment there on meat, I don't even want to eat chicken. I'm going to wither away. All right, have a good night. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you can now purge your pithy perceptions with plosive prophylaxis. Harrison, I don't know you and you don't know me. They are the it's our Harrison Hotline rant line, free for you, and for you to use freely anytime. Please remember to keep it clean and tidy for your fellow listeners. That's the 24-7 Harrison Hotline rant line for you at 310-737-TALK. Harrison with you for some good news if you're in financial straits. I mean, how many tens of millions of us have been living off of credit cards for the last couple of years, using them in ways we never would have imagined. Certainly not. Every time you use the thing, it is, in fact, a loan with interest. Well, the good news is, with certain financial reform as of recent times, you, if you owe more than $10,000 on your credit card, can literally cut what you owe by sometimes 50. That's five zero percent I'm going to give you a phone number. can simply arrange it for you. It's pretty simple and pretty extraordinary if you carry a lot of credit card debt. And you know what? That's it. It's pretty simple. Here's the number. 866-1867. That's 1-800-266-1867. So if you owe more than $10,000 in credit card debt, you can balance with a free five-minute consultation. 1-800-266-1867. That's 1-800-266-1867 for your free five-minute credit card debt analysis out. That's 1-800-266-1867.
Harris with you. Let's continue now our London special show from the West End of London, where this amazing place at 1 Savile Row, an address you've certainly heard about, probably the most famous international address in many ways. This is where the best men's suits are made and where the suits are made for all the royalty. I have traditionally been for hundreds of years for the top military officials. Uh, You name it, whatever war, whatever side you were on, uh, these guys went to Gives and Hawks in London and had their stuff made. Certainly not limited to that. Just great gentleman suits. Winston Churchill, Admiral Nelson, you know, Charlie Chaplin. Every movie star you know from Hollywood has gone there, especially Michael Jackson, was so famously uh, had his unbelievable and popular brand turned into clothing by Geeves and Hawks. David Beckham, uh, Mikhail Gorbachev, Bill Clinton, Bush. And, of course, William and Harry, and it goes on and on and on. So now we're going to talk to the first female cutter, this, again, having always been a traditional male position, now occupied by a woman who, well, it's a very intimate type thing, measuring uh, especially gentlemen and how they react to it as we flash forward in time and look toward more parity in the workplace, especially a place with such tradition. How is that managed? Let's find out. So for centuries, this has been limited really to the male hand to create these forms of art that drape another man and allow him to go make millions of dollars, potentially, if he looks good. We know that self-esteem can often come from not only doing esteemable things, but looking as though you have done esteemable things. So image is critical. And now we find that in 2010, we finally have a female cutter creating great suits for the greatest humans alive. I mean, let's face it, you're not making them for net relative unknowns. I mean, this is a really a huge deal. This is a big choice for a company like this. It's been around for hundreds of years to have you helming this particular art form. I know I'm going to have to force you to agree, but it's true, isn't it? Like a big deal. Thank you. It's very kind. Um, I love suits, and you know, Geese and Hawks are a really forward-thinking company. Um, we have a huge ready-to-wear business. Um, not only is it bespoke, but we also have a design team working here on new cuts. And I think that it was a natural progression for a woman to take this role at some point. There's always been women behind the scenes in Savile Row, but not many, well, in actual fact, I'm the first one that will be client-facing. But I'm just so passionate about this trade, and I kind of, you know, just been brought up here. I did my apprenticeship here, and I knew I wanted to be a cutter, and our head cutter retired at Christmas, and it was a natural fit for me to take the role, and something that I'm honoured and thrilled to do. I remember... uh separate concept here but on an airplane maybe 10 years ago the first female captain got on the PA system my first female captain I didn't think twice about it but to sort of watch the heads in the airplane move around hello this is your captain and people weren't sure what to think and I'm wondering if there might be some old gentlemen who are did they have to sort of think about this for a second, right? Because this truly is unusual in a male-dominated, you know, dusty, crusty sort of culture. I think um, that kind of sort of um, tradition is really dying out. Um, 
I think that yes, you know, I would be lying if I say that I've never encountered any problems. I had a couple of more senior gentlemen that, you know, were pretty shocked to see me at first. But then it's down to me to prove that I can do the job. Um, I'm not trying to change the world here. I just want to, you know, be accepted and to do a really brilliant um, work in, in my cutting. Um, and I think it's, you know, naturally women have come into different careers and maybe tailoring is one of the last ones. Maybe there's not many people as around as mad as me to go into it um, it is a very very challenging job but very re rewarding it's hugely rewarding so I think you know I, I, I half expected to have more problems than I've actually had and the customers here have been really welcoming and they've seen the company change and evolve over these hundred years I mean Geese and Hawks established um, 1771 and so you know can you imagine for us to still go today, we've had to adapt and, and, and change. And our customers are loyal and keep coming back. So, yeah, long may it continue. Harrison, with you, we are visiting inside of London's famous Geeves and Hawks Taylor. Uh, it's very important to note that women have risen to the top positions all over the Western world in so many ways. And here we're inside talking to the first female cutter ever at one Savile Row and learning about how that works. You can always check out this and any other part of London's West End simply by going to westendlondon.com. And one of the wonderful things about the female brain is women tend to pay more attention to detail. Men look at the larger picture, whatever that is to us, hunt and gather, kill it if it moves, and women pay attention to all the data that surrounds the larger picture. So I would think when making a suit, that has to be a huge benefit, somebody who sees the detail and just doesn't see the finished product first. I think um, it's really helped me actually traveling to the U.S. Um, because you can become quite insular if you just know one client base. Um, and you do have more of an idea of what the wider audience wants and how they want to look. And I know that there's a lot of people out there with tailoring frustrations. So it's my um, role as a cutter to correct these and to make life easier for people by making things that fit them beautifully and that are made beautifully. And I would hope that every cutter in Savro has that same ethic. Um, I don't necessarily think it's male or female um, but I hope I bring a different approach to the job um, and I just really enjoy it um, and the challenges it brings so um, it's a bit of a hard one, to, hard one to say but I only know the way I am with people and you know I like to get to know the person why they want to wear the suit not just about how they want to look but also if it, want, if it will work with their day-to-day -day lifestyle um, that's a lot of things that you need to take into account before you go ahead and put the shears into the cloth so to speak um, but no it's it's really given me a good experience traveling around and seeing how other companies and how other cultures dress too as we sit at this prestigious address, I mean, let's face it, one Savile Row, that's it. That's not two, it's not minus one, it's one, it's it, it's the belly button, it's the home run. And you travel to the U.S. and you make suits now, bringing this uh, really ancient label with you. Is there a difference between the U.S. customer and the British customer, like two guys? Uh, do we have like radically different tastes or more or less is it the same? Oh my goodness, yes, hugely different. Um, 
The first time I cut a pair of trousers for a gentleman who was living in the US who said they wanted them quite narrow, um, I put them on him and what is the British cut where we do quite a slim leg there's such a contrast to the US cut which is quite wide is it? call it easy fit yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of easy fit over there so we have a lot of guys who work in the same kind of industries you know business professionals um, who want something that looks really sharp and you don't really get the fitted garments in the US as you do in, in the UK and that service of bespoke cutting we can do anything so we can make things quite fitted but also have room in, in the jacket so you can carry things in your pocket so the jackets can move with you. A lot of people are very um, interested in their weight and their exercise. I'd say more so in the US um, than they are in the UK. Whenever I sort of turn up to New York and see people there, or even Los Angeles, they tell me if they're a couple of pounds heavier than usual and think, some of the clients even weigh themselves every day, which is quite, quite different. <laughs> Our London, you know. You do it in stone. We actually have meters. <laughs> everything's in inches here. Everything's uh, done in the traditional way. Harrison, with you, we're at the famous One Savile Row, famous address in London and London's West End. The website address for London's West End, so you can find Geeves and Hawks, where we are right now, or anywhere there, nightlife, you name it, the whole soup, cat, and pizzas, westendlondon.com. One word, westendlondon.com. Geeves and Hawks. Fox has been a bespoke, a tailor, a clothing manufacturer, cutter, designer for hundreds of years. The royal family has warrants with them, meaning that they are the exclusive maker of the greatest menswear. And so many Americans, from Hollywood to just good old blue bloods and wasps, go to Geeves and Hawks to get the suits made because generations later, you can still be wearing your grandfather's suit. The material is so amazing that it can simply be taken in or taken out to fit. That's kind of the idea. And we're talking right now with Catherine Sargent, the first ever female cutter at such a classic men's palace, if you will. That's that's the tradition of Savaro. I mean, you said an ancient company, but it's applying these traditional methods to a modern outlook and to um, work with a lifestyle change. I mean, suits don't necessarily have to be worn with ties anymore. When I first started working here some 14 years ago, it was quite unheard of to wear an open neck shirt with a pinstripe suit. But now that is the norm and people are wearing suits in much more of a relaxed, comfortable way. It's more about subtlety rather than being stressed up. So that's something that you know we can bring to the US in a big way. And that's, that's really hit, hit well over there. I, uh, in Los Angeles, I saw a tie last year, I think, one, one. <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody wears them except at the Academy Awards, maybe a bow tie, maybe if you're over 60 years old. So you're completely right. So I imagine you are tailoring suits with the intent of not to wear a tie, so it would be a different suit, wouldn't it? People still want to look sharp, even when they're casual. So we have suit jackets worn with jeans. I have some really good clients in, in California who have very light linen jackets made or sports jackets. It, it's not necessarily just suits. Um, but yeah, it's worn in much more of a relaxed way. And I understand the climate there is so different to London. We have lighter fabrics, um, much more thing, you know, things that are appropriate to that 
to that area. Um, but yeah, once we've got a good pattern for somebody, we can just roll it out and make make things without as many fittings. So most of the people we end up building whole wardrobes for, and I think once they've had bespoke, it's hard for them to go back to off the rack. It's, it's quite a difference in feeling. That was Catherine Sargent. She is the first female cutter at the oldest men's tailoring shop, or certainly the most well-known in the world, that being Geeves and Hawks, at the famous British address of One Savile Row in London, in London's West End. You can visit the West End anytime at westendlondon.com, westendlondon.com, or go directly to Geeves and Hawks, which is geevesandhawks.com. And Geeves is spelled G-I-E-V-E-S and Hawks, H A W. K-E-S dot com. From Hollywood, it's Harrison.